Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week is a special episode of our Quit Your Day Job series where I interview members of our own Artist Academy, and they walk me through how they recently quit their day job. So it's literally named what it is, <laughs> very fitting, and the fears that go along with that, and the strategies, and how the Artist Academy helped them do that, and all of their tips to help you quit your day job and go full-time creative career. And so this week's episode features Michelle Ricaldi, and she is a muralist based in New Jersey and has recently had her world turned upside down but in a good way. And I know we all have these excuses as to why we're not making the moves that we know we need to make with our career. But let me tell you, Michelle's story was not one that was easily made. But she took a leap of faith and worked hard and now has a painting career she really enjoys along with an encouraging support system to back her. So I'll just get to it. I'll have her tell you the story because she does it so beautifully. But let me know what you think about this week's episode with Michelle Ricaldi. Hi, everybody. You may recognize one of our own, Michelle. She's here to talk to me about how she recently, very recently, quit her day job and all of the roller coaster that came with that. And now is full-time muralist and kicking butt. So Michelle, give us a recap. Oh, oh my gosh. So, okay, well, I'm Michelle. Jersey Girl Art is my business name. That's my LLC. Born and raised in New Jersey. So I've been an artist pretty much my whole life. I started out, I don't know, drawing for as long as I can remember and painting with Bob Ross when I was like eight in the family room. Like I'd set up my oil paints and, you know, back then this was probably like 1982. So there was no pause button. So I would just try like hell to keep up with them. But between Bob Ross and my dad, that was kind of the extent of my art training. So I never went to art school, but I always wanted to be an artist. So I don't know. I was considered an artist. My whole growing up years, elementary school, high school, I was like the artist and then life happened and I got married, I had kids and then art kind of took a back seat until probably about 2016. So, and then everything kind of started going from there. What do you mean everything started going from there? So what did you do in, in, in 2016? You picked up a paintbrush again? Is that what you mean? Well, actually, I <laughs> so I just started drawing. So I hadn't really drawn anything since my oldest was born. He was born in 2001. So figure from 2001 to 2016, I really didn't do anything with my art. And I had a very creative job. So that kind of fulfilled that creative need. But um, actually drawing, painting, stuff like that, like I really didn't do much of anything until 2016. So I just started drawing. And I remember the first time I drew a portrait of Jim Morrison. It was just pencil and charcoal. And I was terrified, but I wanted to post it on my social media because like nobody in my adult life knew me as an artist, you know? I mean, like the people that I went to high school with and stuff, they always did. But anybody that I knew as an adult, they had no idea. So I drew this picture of Jim Morrison and I remember feeling like all the anxiety and the nerves and like, I think I was going to throw up because I was going to post this thing on Facebook, but I posted it. And the response that I got was 
overwhelming. I mean, I had high school friends that were like, oh my God, I remember you doing art in high school. And I remember when you did this and you did that. And you had this really cool painting of a girl and a polar bear. And like, they remembered all this stuff. And I was like, holy crap, I can't believe you remember that. And then my adult life friends were just like, holy shit. Like, I didn't know that you could draw, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, yeah, I can. So that kind of like lit a spark and it was cool. And I just started drawing and posting stuff on social media and the support that I got from everybody was just awesome. So that felt really good. And I got a couple of commissions from that. But at that time, I really wasn't painting. So my experience with painting was oil paints. And that was from years ago. My kind of weapon of choice, I guess, was colored pencil. And I know that you've kind of explored colored pencil. And I know how you kind of feel about it. It's super time consuming. I loved it. You could get really, really detailed, but it's so time consuming. So I did this one commission and it was just a B. And I mean, it came out beautiful, but I probably spent about 40 hours on it and I charged like $250. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be making any money (laughs) with my art, I'm not going to be doing colored pencil because it's just so time consuming. So $250 for 40 hours worth of work was just, that wasn't happening. So around 2018, my mom is always super supportive of my art. So she signs me up for this acrylic painting class. It's an intermediate to advanced acrylic painting. And I'm like, okay, I've never painted with acrylics ever in my life. So that was completely new to me. And I walk into this class and there's only about eight other people in the class. But I was so intimidated because they were all established artists and they had all gone to art school and I had never gone to art school. And so I remember our first assignment, we had to take home this canvas or whatever and just kind of paint with it and, you know, paint something on it and bring it back and we're going to talk about it. So I'm like, okay, it's not intimidating at all. So (laughs) I did this painting. We go back the following week and we set it up in front of the class and everybody's like, kind of critiquing and everybody takes their turn. They're talking about their painting and their process and all that stuff. And the other artists are giving feedback. And I put my painting up there and I'm like, I had a vision and I painted it and here it is. (laughs) Like I had no idea what to say. It was awful. It was so embarrassing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I said, like, I just laid it all out right there. I'm like, I have never been to art school. I have no formal training whatsoever. I don't know what this process is supposed to be. Like, I don't know how to talk about my art. I just, I just do it, you know? And there was one guy in the class who I actually thought was the most talented person in the room. And he's like, wait, you never went to art school? And I said, no, I'm sorry. I know I'm acting like an idiot. And he goes, well, I just have to tell you that I paid tens of thousands of dollars to learn what you did on that canvas. So I'm telling you, you're doing a great job. He said, I wish I had an ounce of the natural ability that you have. And that was like, I couldn't even describe, I think I almost cried. (laughs) It just, it felt so good to have somebody that I actually respected as an artist to recognize the fact that I could actually do it. And so that kind of boosted my confidence. And I'm like, I could actually do something with my art. Like I'm really going to move forward with this. So I just kept practicing and practicing and practicing. And the pivotal moment for me, my mom kept encouraging me, encouraging me, encouraging me. And so 2020, I remember the exact day because this is a little sad, but January 27th, 2020, 
my mom had been sick for a long time and I was just laying in bed with her and I knew that she was, you know, her time was kind of limited and I was just laying with her and I said, mom, I promise you I am going to do something with my art. I promise. Yeah, I know. Sorry. (laughs) And I promised my mom and she passed (gasps) away the next morning. So I literally promised my mom on her deathbed that I was going to do something with my art. So that was January 27, 2020. Like the following month, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm setting up and I registered as a business. I started doing all the research. I'm like, I'm going to start selling, you know, my artwork and prints. I'm going to do art shows. And I started researching art shows and some like the biggest art shows. Like there's a Sugarloaf art show, which seemed to be one of the most popular and most significant shows in the area. So, and they travel around all over the East Coast. So, I went to one of those. I talked to a bunch of the artists. I was like, yeah, I could do this. Okay. I might be traveling a little bit, but that's okay. I could do that. And so that was in February of 2020. And then in March, COVID happened and all the art shows went away and there were no more art shows. So my plan, because I had kind of come up with like a three-year plan to take this full time, like right after my mom died, I was like, I am doing this. I'm giving myself three years to take my art full time. So my plan started with doing art shows. COVID kind of said, nope, that's not happening, at least not this year. And right about that time is when I joined the Artist Academy. And so I just started learning from you and all the resources that you were providing and everybody else in the group. And I'm like, wow, people are actually making a living with their art. This is awesome. And they're doing murals. And that's terrifying. So... I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So that was like October of 2020, I think, September, October. I actually was following a woman on Instagram and she's a local artist. And I saw that she was painting a mural outside in Bangor, Pennsylvania, which is like a half an hour from me. So I went to her, I reached out to her on Instagram and I said, Hey, do you mind if I just stop by and kind of pick your brain? You know, I'm thinking of trying out this whole muraling thing and I've never done an exterior mural before it have done some in my own house, but never outside. And she's like, yeah, come on out. So I went out and I talked to her super, super sweet woman, Terry Conklin, I think her name is. And she was just giving me a bunch of tips and kind of letting me like pick her brain while she painted and I'm handing her, you know, paints and paintbrushes and whatever. And while I was there, this other woman came by and she's like, oh, this is Faith. She's running this whole Beautify Banger program. So it was kind of a depressed town and they were murals were popping up all over the town and they were just kind of trying to beautify the town a little bit. So Terry had already checked me out on Instagram and she said to Faith, she's like, oh, you should let her paint a mural. She's like, she's talented. Faith's like, okay, how about painting that wall right there? And I said, okay. So she said, well, you know, cover your supplies and stuff like that. But I was like, I I didn't even care. Like I would pay for all my supplies and all that. I just wanted the experience of actually doing it. So I think I made, they paid for my supplies and I think they gave me like $400 or something. And I painted this mural of a peacock on a wall and it was a cool little interactive mural. But then while I was working on that, you know, you're outside and people are walking by and start talking to you. And I got approached for another job and it was for a local VFW and it was huge. It was like the whole side of a building. And I was like, okay, I'll do it for free. (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, what? And I said, because I knew like they didn't really have a lot of money. I said, you just cover the cost of the supplies. I'm new at this. I know you don't have a big budget, but if you can cover the cost of the paint, I'll just do it for free. You're just going to have to wait until I have time. They said, that's fine. So they waited uh, 
it was almost a year actually. And then I eventually did that. So now we're fast forwarding to 2021. And I have to back up a little bit because earlier in 2021, I went to a mural meetup. So that gave me even more experience and more confidence. And once I came back from that mural meetup, I was like, that's it. I am doing this 100%. Like I know that muraling is the way to go. And I had this other thing kind of on the back burner that I was like pushing off and pushing off. I was like, I'm going to do it. So I come back from the mural meetup and I'm super motivated. And that was, I think maybe June or July of 2021, somewhere around that time. And then like a month later, my husband of 22 years asked me for a divorce. So I was like, well, shit, that kind of throws a wrench in my plan of becoming a full-time artist and all this stuff. So it's like, okay. So I went ahead and I did this mural. I was like, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm just, I'm going to keep building my portfolio and stuff. So I do the mural. I got a ton. It went I did a time lapse of this mural, this, and it was just a big American flag with a kneeling, a silhouette of a kneeling soldier on the side of a VFW building. And I don't know, it was like a perfect storm, just the timing of everything that was going on in the world. And there was this trending song that I put it to on Instagram, and it took off and has like a million views. And I was like blown away. And people were calling me left and right, left and right, left and right, like, like reaching out, like I have a mural, you know, will you do this, will you do that? And I'm in the middle of going through a divorce and I have no idea how I'm even going to be able to afford living on my own because at the time I wasn't really making a ton of money. I was, I actually, I qualified for affordable housing if I got a divorce and went and lived on my own and I could get like this teeny tiny little apartment, which I really didn't want to do. I have two kids, you know, they're older. And by that time, my oldest son was in college and my youngest still had a couple of years left of high school. So I put a lot of I said no a lot. Like I just, I was like, I have to put this on hold. And I kind of pivoted a little bit. And I was like, I still want to do my art full time, but I can't do it right now. So I got a new job that paid me a hell of a lot more money than I was making at my old job, but I was no longer doing anything creative. So my job was paying me what I need to make. It was giving me benefits and all that stuff, but it was just sucking the life out of me, like totally sucking the life out of me. So I did that for a while. I got on my feet. And the one good thing about that job is they gave me a ton of paid time off. So I got five weeks of paid time off every year. And so I used that time to do murals in my off time. So I was still building my portfolio and I was still selling prints and doing all the things and posting on social media and just kind of trying to keep that momentum going because I was still determined. Like I didn't know if I was going to be able to stick to my three-year plan that I set out in 2020 because I had pivoted and changed the plans so many times since then because life just kept throwing me curveballs. So around the beginning of this year, I just kind of made the decision. I said, you know, I keep turning away business and I'm turning away business, like mural business, because I don't have the time. And I don't have the time because I have a full-time job. But if I didn't have that full-time job, I know that I can make the money that I'm making now. Like, I mean, I could paint a mural in two, three days and make $2,300. That's more than I was bringing home in a week at my job. So I was like, I think I could do this. So I said, okay, I'm going to kind of beef up my website. I made sure that my Google all my analytics were good and the meta tags and all that. I don't know all the technical terms, but I did all the research and made sure that I would show up in Google searches. So I did that. I signed up for Thumbtack 
And that was a game changer. So I just started booking jobs and I was booking them out. I'm like, well, I can't get started right away, but I'm, I'll book you out and book you out. And then, so I would book one and say, you know, to the next person, okay, well, I have this mural. I can schedule you after that one. I could schedule you after that one. And I just kept doing that. And I built up and built up until I had a couple months worth of work lined up. And once I had that, I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> so I gave notice. I figured if I had a couple months of work lined up in murals and I knew that it was enough to cover my bills, I had, I did have a cushion in savings. Like I'm not completely crazy. So I did have a little bit of a cushion. So I knew like I was good for at least a good seven months or so if I really needed to be. Now at this point, I'm with an amazing guy that's super supportive and he's like, you can do it, you know? And he helps me, oh my God, he actually drives me a little crazy because he's constantly looking for mural jobs and he's like, "You, we need to pitch here, we need to pitch there. And I'm like, okay, so this is a we now, like we're a team and we're doing this together and that's pretty amazing in itself. So that's in a nutshell kind of how it all I love it. As you can see, I'm just smiling through (laughs) your whole thing. That was so entertaining. You storytell so well. Thank you. Yeah, there's hardly any filler words or anything. You're just, and I was so into it the whole time. So you speak so well. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm speaking from the heart. I I already know a lot of this, but I'm like rooting you on. I'm like, go. And I, it was, I mean, it was crazy and it was scary. And there, are, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it was, there was a lot of really terrifying moments in there. But so far, it's just, I honestly just couldn't be happier. Where I am, this place in my life right now is just, I really am living out my dreams. And I just, I love be that. That is exactly why I started the Artist Academy. I was like, that feeling that you have right <laughs> now, you're like, oh, this is, like you're daily creating and you have a super supportive partner. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm just so happy for you. Yeah, you went well. through two of, like, two of the <laughs> biggest life changes, marriage, a, new, a, a yeah. job change, a career change. Like, and you have a whole new life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, my life is completely different than it was when I started out on this journey three years ago. I am in a completely different place in my life, but it's, I have no complaints. Whatsoever. Yeah. I have a friend who just went through a similar, really big life change. And my favorite quote from her, she was like, so I thought I was happy then. I lied. I, I'm happy now. It's it's so true though. It's so true. Cause I look back and honestly, like even with the divorce and stuff too, you know, you're, I was married for 22 years and I was content. I mean, it wasn't perfect. You know, it wasn't perfect, but I had my family and everything was I was content, but I really wasn't really truly happy. Once everything just kind of fell into place, it's just, it's perfect. I love it. So your advice to people is leave your husband and get on thumbtack, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I mean, if that's what you need to do, (laughs) you know, find somebody super supportive. It does make a big difference. I was, somebody quoted me an article. They said that if you have a supportive partner, you're, I think it's like, 200% more likely to succeed in your own career rather than if you just have someone that's like, okay, that's nice, honey. (laughs) 
And you know what? It's true. I mean, and I never realized it because I always thought that my ex-husband was pretty supportive and he was like, I mean, I had art around the house and, you know, you would walk in. The first thing you would see is my easel and my, you know, my art in the living room. And, and he actually liked it. You know, I had a a outside studio space for a while and he was like, Oh, I kind of miss having your art around the house. So I thought that he was really supportive, but like, I always wanted him to, like you and Ryan have an amazing relationship, you know, like you both really work together and helps with pitching and and coming up with ideas and, you know, moving your ladder (laughs) and, you know, carrying buckets and, you know, all the, the crazy things that he does. And, you know, and that's just great. I really wanted somebody that was so just as invested in it as I was. And my ex never really was. Mike, the guy that I'm with now is just, he is 100% all in. And I actually, I remember at one point when we first started dating, I actually kind of, I had gone away with my kids and I just spent a little time just kind of on the beach with myself and doing some art and stuff like that. And I came back and I was like, you know, I, you're really great. You know, this is really great, but I need to just make more time for my art. And my job is just, super demanding. I was working a lot of hours. I was commuting like an hour and a half each way. And I hardly had any time for art, never mind art and a social life. And like art is just really important to me. And I need to focus on that right now. And he's like, okay, what can I do to help you? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, like, what do you want to do? I can't paint, but I can carry things and, you know, help you and give you, you know, I'll give you all the time that you need to work on your art and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and he did. I remember the first mural job that he came with me on and he came, I thought he was just coming to help me set up because that was the deal. He was like, I'll come, I'll help you get set up and everything and then I'll leave. But then he was just staying there and he was very quiet and he was just kind of like watching. And I'm like, you don't have to stay. You can go. And he goes, this is amazing to me. Like I've never seen anybody just like you took like a, you're taking a blank crumbling wall and turning it into a work of art. He's like this, I'm in awe right now. He's like, I'm, if I'm bothering you, I'll leave. But he's like, I'm kind of just really enjoying watching the process. And I was like, okay. And he stayed for three days and it was like a hundred degrees. It was so hot. And he just stayed and he brought me water and he brought me lunch and he just quietly sat and watched. And I was like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> you know, it's so nice to have somebody that's just so, like you said, having that supportive partner makes all the difference. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> this is so great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank I love you. this story. I think you're going to inspire so many that are that are listening to this and on the brink of going full time and just kind of helps fill the gaps of maybe what they would need, like getting on Thumbtack and whatnot. But what are your pieces of advice for artists who are in that Peter totter moment. And because you've you went through like huge jumps to do this. <laughs> huge jumps. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my biggest piece of advice, just be prepared, you know, take the time and something that you always say, and it's so true. It's a long game and you really have to look at it that way. And nothing great happens overnight. You really have to just kind of take the time to really truly be prepared and be flexible and be willing to pivot when, you know, life throws you curveballs or even on a mural job, you know, sometimes it's not always going to go the way you plan and you need to kind of readjust your, how you're tackling it. It's the same thing with the business. You just, you need to be willing to be flexible and make changes and just be prepared, plan ahead. You know, the things, one thing that I've learned in my life in business is the things that you do today affect your business three months from now. 
So don't necessarily, you know, expect immediate results today, just because, you know, you post a great reel or something and it gets a, you know, ton of, of views and you're, it's great in that instant. It might not necessarily affect your business until later on down the road. And that's okay because you're planting a seed and you're just planting little seeds all along the way. You know, I think that's really important to remember. Yeah. And I remember you posted a video of that, of the American flag mural. I remember you said it was like the third video of the same project finally went viral. Was it the third? I don't remember. I, I think it probably was because I had been posting progress photos all along the way. And I probably did a couple, but it was just that one. And it was weird. I kind of tackled that one differently too, because I just, I had, there was a trending song on Instagram and I totally wanted to use it, but because it was an American flag and a kneeling soldier, and it was kind of like a memorial type mural. And the irony of this whole thing is I donated this mural. Basically I did it for free. And the song that I paired with it, you might remember was trending on Instagram for a while was it costs this much because it takes me fucking hours. Right. You remember that? Yes. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know if I should be pairing this song with this mural just because of the, you know, the subject or whatever. And I I, like, "Mm." so actually I didn't even post it to my profile grid or anything like that. I just posted the reel and I was kind of like, Oh, I don't know. But I think just the subject matter and the trending song, it pushed it out to so many people. Oh. And at that time too, because I was going through the divorce, I was rebranding myself from my previous married name to Jersey Girl Art. And so the fact that I had Jersey Girl in there, everybody was like, oh, Jersey, you're from Jersey. I'm from Jersey. You know, you're local. And so, yeah, so that was that was really cool. And so there was that. And then I think just the trending song. And then I had, you know, I got a bunch of haters that were like, how, what did, you know, that's so disrespectful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? you're just adding to, <laughs> you're just, giving, just keep going. You know, the more you comment, the more Instagram is going to push my content out. So bring it. But, you know, and I got plenty of, you know, great feedback too, obviously from that. But yeah, it was crazy. I do yeah. wish that I had like rode out that momentum at that time. But it just, for me, like with everything else that I had going on, it just wasn't the right time for me. I think emotionally, like I was more freaking out about what am I going to (laughs) do? You know, how am I going to survive? Yeah, I think that's just such a reward for you too to for for volunteering your time and getting that experience and then to ha- have a video go viral. That's just that's to me that's so fitting with karma. You know what I mean? Yeah, the good, the good karma for sure. Yeah, no, it was great. Awesome. Okay, well, I guess we're wrapping this up. Do you have any any last minute pieces of advice that you want to add on? Or I think your story is so great and you told it so well. Thank you. Thank you. No, just, you know, don't give up on yourself. Believe in yourself and you really can, you can do it. <laughs> if I could do it, anybody could do it. Yeah. Your mom would be so proud. Like that, My grandmother passed away. She, she passed her artistic stuff to me and she would always draw and stuff like that. And I always think I'm like, man, if you could see me now, like yeah. we would have such cool conversations and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I think the same with you, but it's like, yeah, I think that's such just a heartfelt story. And she would just, I'm going to say it again. She just, just be so proud. That's so <laughs> awesome. You, you, you held your word. Thank you. I did. I did. And, and yeah, I wasn't breaking my mom, my promise to my mom for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'm going to keep watching you kick butt. And sounds good. And thank you. I'll, I'll keep following you too and learning from you. It's, you've been a great mentor. So thank you. Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, I mean it. <laughs> it's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.